Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. So, Liam, we've all had messy breakups. I feel like that's just a part of life. Yeah. But have you ever had one that you really, really didn't handle well? Well, you know, Brooke, I've actually confided this to you before. Like, you know I did not mean to break Tom Selleck's heart. Sometimes things (laughs) just happen. We were young. He was filming Magnum P.I. I mean, I was in Canada. I mean, what was I going to do? Yeah, there was that competition over mustaches. There was that famous competition over mustaches. And, you know, I just, I'm a sore loser. So I was like, if I'm not going to win, I'm walking out. Yeah, I know. I've played games with you. Yeah. So obviously breakups can really mess with your headspace. Like they're not fun mentally. And when you're an A-list celebrity, it's even harder because literally everyone knows about it. Oh, yeah. Case in point, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. There's some new dirty laundry, which, my God. If only this would end, and it never seems like it's going to. No. Um, And now it's being aired out in the public eye, and it's really not a good look for either of them, I've got to say. No, not really at all. And some new, very, I would say, juicy details have emerged about their breakup, thanks to a surprising source who really, I mean, spilled the tea, and this person was a part (laughs) of their inner circle of trust. And Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, the old adage, as Risha Skidmore-Williams would say, is true. (laughs) Good help is hard to find these days. Yeah, it's like nobody wants to work these days. Yeah, so get your effing ass up and work. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziprin. And I'm Liam Garrow, filling in for Arisha Skidmore-Williams, who's off for a few more days. It's Tuesday, October 18th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. We know you have your tried-and-true closet staples, but it can be fun to switch it up. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stodd or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. Yeah, it's easy to find instant inspiration at Saks.com. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Okay, well, obviously this is making me just want to shop after we record this. I know. And it doesn't take much for me wanting to shop. No. But if you're looking for a joyful shopping escape, which we all are, then head to Saks.com for inspiring ways to shop for everything on your agenda. Saks.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, A State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. 
Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Give me that, give me that hot gosh. So, Liam, I think we can agree Olivia Wilde has had kind of a roller coaster of a year. Like, Oh, why? What happened? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of things. She broke a nail. Oh, yeah. So, on the plus side... Her film, Don't Worry Darling, is doing well at the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, she is still dating Harry Styles. And listen, really quick, I'm sick of his bell bottoms. I just gotta oh. say it. I'm sorry. I mean, I get it, but I also <laughs> love a high-waisted pant just because they're so forgiving. So I'm kind of like, listen, let's bring it back. I love a high-waisted pant, too. That doesn't mean the bottoms have to be... Flared out? You're so right. Bell. <laughs> bell. So, <laughs> um, and then, you know, on the flip side, there's been a lot of drama professionally and personally. She had the whole Don't Worry Darling drama with Shia LaBeouf. He said he quit Don't Worry Darling. Olivia said she fired him. Then there's the alleged feud with Florence Pugh. And then on the personal front, like her breakup with Jason Sudeikis has just been so messy. (laughs) We, of course, all remember him serving her custody papers while she was on stage at CinemaCon. Like, oh, so awkward. Yeah, not good. And now, as if things couldn't get worse, like, I, I'm i truly blown away by how this story keeps moving forward and how new stuff keeps coming out. Um, their former nanny, uh, who cared for their two kids, Daisy and Otis, is now spilling so much tea. Mm-hmm. She did a tell-all interview with the Daily Mail, and she's saying that the rumors that Olivia left Jason for Harry are true. Yeah, which is funny because I should say... Olivia has previously opened up to Vanity Fair about this, and she called all of those rumors complete horseshit. Yes. And said that her relationship with Jason was over long before she ever got with Harry. And so, just to, like, build out a bit of a timeline for people so we can have some context, Olivia and Jason got together back in, like, 2011. They were engaged for a really long time before they finally split in 2020, right? Thank you for breaking that timeline down for the hundredth time on this show. Well, you know, sometimes it (laughs) takes the hundredth time for before people are like, okay, 2011 to 2012. Okay, mm-hmm. we're there. We're there. Yeah, they're like, let me write that in my notebook that I keep by my computer. Okay, cool. Parchment and quill. Parchment and quill. Um, yeah. So Olivia then, of course, met Harry on the set of Don't Worry Darling. And in January of 2021, they were first spotted holding hands when they were each other's date to his agent's wedding. And this, of course, kicked off rumors that they'd begun a relationship months earlier mm-hmm. while she was still with Jason. And the nanny who worked for Olivia and Jason for three years is saying that Olivia broke up with Jason just weeks after filming started on Don't Worry Darling, which was in late 2020. And the nanny also is like, I would visit the set with their daughter Daisy, and Olivia seemed giddy to be around Harry. Well, you know, I'm giddy around you sometimes. That doesn't mean we're banging. Doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it doesn't always mean that. Right, (laughs) right. So, according to the nanny, whose identity has not been released, which I have some thoughts on, Mm -hmm. like, if you're going to spill some tea, tell us who you are. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. don't light a match and walk away, but whatever. So, according to this nanny, Olivia started spending more and more time away from home, and Olivia was telling Jason that it was because there was a COVID outbreak on the Don't Worry Darling set. But then on November 8th, Olivia came to the house and broke things off with Jason. And apparently this is when things turned ugly. As an aside, I will miss the ear when we can't blame like certain things on COVID anymore. Of like, oh, I can't leave. I'm just worried about getting COVID. You know, that was kind of nice. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> so <laughs> the nanny says that after Olivia ended things, Jason actually read messages on like an Apple Watch of all things that 
Olivia accidentally left behind and discovered that she then was having this relationship with Harry, which, not fun. (laughs) The nanny then says that Jason felt blindsided by Olivia dumping him and that Jason was crying and a mess. And he then, like, spiraled into this, like, furious rant and told the nanny that Olivia had put the moves on Harry during a cast dinner in Palm Springs where she kissed him for the first time. <laughs> I mean... Was that all in the Apple Watch messages? Like, was she like... Scroll down, I'm scroll so down, scroll glad, down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that I put the moves on you at a dinner in Palm Springs and then kissed you for the first time. Like, what did these texts say? Some people really like to lay out their love, you know? They want the written record of it. Um, (laughs) The nanny says at one point, Jason became enraged after finding out that Olivia had made a salad for Harry with her special dressing. That dressing, of course, being... Her cum. In Valley Ranch. (laughs) Oh, okay. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) Sorry, that visual does make me laugh. That she's just shaking the bottle of Could you imagine? Before just like popping in her purse. Um, Jason's like, that's our store-bought ranch. Jesus. Um, and she says that Jason actually got so angry with Olivia that he tried to deliberately make her late to see Harry by lying under her car so that she couldn't drive off. Yeah, you know, here's my thing. Mm -hmm. There's so much emphasis being put on the fact that, oh my God, did Olivia cheat on Jason with Harry? Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. But this whole interaction is very obvious to me that one, their relationship was toxic Uh and it's probably been toxic and didn't start this day when she made some special dressing. And Jason seems very manipulative. Well, I am very on guard by a person who goes to a very, let's say, extreme emotional place right away. Like, listen, I understand someone being upset. I understand someone sure. feeling blindsided. The laying down in front of someone's car, and then, like, he was apparently also, like, uh, I don't know, like, just the yelling and the, th- I don't know. It's all to me. It just reads as too much, and I will say that was a bit of a red flag where I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, nobody's more blindsided by a breakup than someone who, you know, is emotionally manipulative and was probably a dick the entire time they were together. It's like, what? (laughs) I'm blindsided. (laughs) Yeah, you mean you don't want to get with this? (laughs) (laughs) Not that he was those things. Just speculation, of course. Um, So the nanny does talk a lot about Jason's erratic behavior. She talks about how it worsened his nightly drinking, which I'm sorry. Another red flag. Another red flag. If he's drinking nightly... She's like, yeah, that nightly drinking really got worse. But <laughs> yeah. it wasn't great to begin with, would be my guess. Yeah. Um, but she does say she's also not a fan of how Olivia handles things. And she came to this interview with receipts. Mm-hmm. She's got screenshots. Mm-hmm. You can see them in the article. They're of text messages to the nanny from Jason and Olivia. They were apparently sent from the time during and after the breakup. Yeah. So the screenshots included texts from the night. Jason got upset about the whole salad dressing fiasco, <laughs> and as well as text messages from a month later when Jason complained about Olivia not being home, mm-hmm. and then other messages that the nanny sent to Olivia after Jason tried to kick her out, saying Jason was calling the cops and was very angry and drinking. 
another red flag. Ooh, ooh, just pop, popped up there. Red flag, red flag. Yeah. Yeah. And in a follow-up text conversation with Olivia, the nanny expressed how she wanted to leave the job in peace and said there had been major ongoing abuse and damage during her time working for the family. So Olivia responded by saying it was hard to understand everything since she wasn't there. And the nanny stressed that this problem had actually been ongoing since she left. Yeah, I these text messages were so weird. Like, him saying he was going to call the cops on the nanny while she was in the house, based on these texts. Like, she was upstairs with their kids. Yeah. And so, Olivia, I don't think, handled it well either. Like, I don't—it's very—neither of them look great in this whole thing. And <sighs> yeah. it's—I I don't know. I mean, I, I will say, I was annoyed <laughs> by the screenshot of Jason being like, are you at the house? Olivia's not here. And him, like, sharing the screenshot where he asked her to be there by 10 so he could go to his doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And then she's just, Olivia's just not there. I'm like, that is annoying. (laughs) That is annoying, yeah. This man has to be somewhere. Also, how Um, big is your house that you can't just, like, walk around and be like, are you here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So, to be clear, obviously this whole story is just the nanny's version. We, We don't know exactly everything that happened from everybody's point of view. But Olivia and Jason have responded They released a joint statement yesterday, and they denied everything the nanny told the Daily Mail. Yeah, so their statement says, As parents, it is incredibly upsetting to learn that a former nanny of our two young children would choose to make such false and scurrilous accusations about us publicly. They also claim that the nanny has had an 18-month-long campaign of harassing them, as well as people close to them, like their friends and, you know, colleagues. Mm -hmm. And in the statement, they also said... We will continue to focus on raising and protecting our children with the sincere hope that she will now choose to leave our family alone. Well, am I to believe that this nanny doesn't have an NDA or never had an NDA? This, well, you are really tapping into something interesting because that's what a lot of people are asking. And I, I am wondering if this is a situation where it's like if there was an NDA, which I'm going to assume there was, yeah. like maybe it was not as ironclad as it should have been. Or maybe there was like some <sighs> kind of weird like time limit on like you can, I don't know, like you are basically <laughs> released or freed of, you know, the terms of this NDA after a set amount of time after you like stop working for us. Like I have no idea. <laughs> They're like after six months, you can do interviews with whoever you please about all of our drama. After two years, you can talk shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this is a very classic case of he said, she said, she said, everyone said. Mm -hmm. Um, But the nanny, (laughs) she's dropping a lot of bombs. Yeah. Like, if what she's saying is true, I think they both have some work to do. Yeah. Um, And it means, you know, maybe Olivia was with Harry during her time with Jason. But I also think her saying the relationship was over long before she met Harry, she may have met emotionally. That's how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. But Alva Vanani was like, she was talking about getting married just weeks before. So who knows? Yeah, well, we all talk about getting married, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I got to ask, do you believe the nanny? I, the entire day that we've been working on the story, I've been going back and forth on this. And I am inclined to, yes, believe her only because, like, for as much as you can be like, oh, well, sure, there are text messages, and I suppose someone could refute those and say, like, oh, well, they were fabricated or whatever. Like, the thing that I keep coming back to is, what is her motive? You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, look, I get it. She's getting a payout from Daily Mail. Fine. But it's like, yeah, I can't imagine it's 
that much. Like, cert- like this isn't life-changing money where it's like, great, now you're set for life. And the choice to remain anonymous <laughs> sort of feels like, I don't know. I just, I'm very, I'm inclined to believe her just because I feel like I don't know that she would just do this deliberately, what, just to, like, talk shit about people or just to make something up and maybe, you know, tarnish someone's image? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, she was very clear about them not giving her severance and she's not getting unemployment because they're saying she quit. So, to me, it seems financially motivated. Mm. That doesn't mean she's lying, but I think that's that's her motivation for for talking about it. Um, and if anything, right, that could be like the screw you of like, oh, I was in a toxic working environment and then quit and you're still not going to give me severance? Goodbye. Yeah. Right. They're like, we don't do severance. We don't do NDAs. This is not a typical working environment, lady. When are you going to realize <laughs> yeah. that? We're not like other nanny jobs. We're like cool <laughs> nanny jobs. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's all really interesting. And honestly, I don't even think the nanny looks great in this situation. But well, I don't no. love that they put her in the middle of it. That's not cool. No. And especially the kids. Like, if she really didn't get to say goodbye to them, I understand. Because that's, I feel like that's a worry of hers. That yeah. they think she just left them. So I understand it. I mean, we've all seen Mary Poppins, you know? Mm. Like, <laughs> It's so sad when she just flies away in her umbrella. I know. I know. They see her in the reboot, though. Thank, Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> and maybe that'll happen here, too. Who knows? <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziprin. And filling in for Arisha Skidmore-Williams, I'm Liam Garrow. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. It's winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The Goat, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th.